0: even know oh well i do know that that you're listening to talk crooked the social justice and comedy podcast where two friends laugh cry and rage about an unspeakable subject while enjoying adult
1: beverages my name is kay and i'm carrie and pauses go get your shot and let's go Woo! one two three go nice and cold
0: We need to get another bottle of 10 cups so I can have a matching shot glass to that.
1: <clears throat> yes. Because the
0: metal one definitely keeps it colder for longer. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <Ooh! laughs> you okay? Yep. It's just very tart.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, It'll goodness. cure your flu.
0: Maybe it will. <laughs> <laughs> My Spanish flu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious, you guys my voice is on the fritz so
1: sorry for sounding like a man we're also recording two (laughs) episodes tonight and two crooked newses tonight so we might be very drunk (laughs) by the end of tonight
0: yeah next week we'll be like trashed so (laughs) (laughs) we'll see how that goes happy holidays yes (laughs)
1: let's
0: be festive yeah oh goodness gracious well thankfully we're recording the more serious one first
1: oh yeah <laughs> so that
0: we're not shit-faced talking about My,
1: yeah i'm gonna have to go real slow because mine's a little bit longer and it's really important to talk about all of it yeah, yeah, so yeah um it's so fucking convoluted carrie oh i'm, I'm so excited. excited i'm so excited yeah. yay <laughs>
0: Oh goodness gracious! Well, I hope everyone has great plans for the holidays, and if you don't, I hope you find a friend or you have some traditions by yourself that you can have some, so that you can have something to look forward to. We always want everyone to feel. I never. I always feel so sad when I hear about people that have to spend spend the this time of year alone and all of that. So just make sure there's always restaurants open and places where you can go, and
1: yeah, and- Netflix
0: is filled with a billion Christmas movies and. There's always whiskey,
1: so yeah, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure like there are groups on Facebook where like people can get together that don't like either yeah, you don't can, have family in town or you don't can have anyone schedule to a meetup or yeah. something
0: like that. And mm-hmm. so just make sure that we're not isolating and make sure that we're having fellowship of some kind. Do yeah. do, think, do something with your friends or you know something. So mm-hmm. anyway,
1: friendsgiving is really fun. Throw that out there. Yes, it is. Except for when you have Friendsgiving and one person doesn't bother to tell anyone that no one likes, or that she doesn't like the traditional holiday food, so she's just eating one piece of chicken Oh my while gosh. everyone else is eating everything we've spent all day making, and we're like, what a what, weirdo. Why didn't you tell us when we planned this three weeks ago? Oh. That happened. Because she wanted attention, I bet. No, she was no. just very weird. No, she just didn't know how <laughs> I'm to... I'm sorry, speak. that was rude. She didn't know how to speak up for herself. Oh. And, uh, like, didn't know to say, hey... I... She doesn't like macaroni and cheese and mashed potatoes? She also had a very bad eating disorder at the time. Oh, and we didn't okay. I gotcha. Yeah.
0: I gotcha. Give all the information before I start <laughs> shitting on someone, please. That would be great. <laughs> sorry. Goodness I gracious. I didn't think
1: about it, and then I remembered, oh... Yeah, that might be part of why it's been a very rough week it has been a rough week and it's only tuesday yes
0: yes i'm glad we're recording earlier in the week though i like this better
1: i do too it's just been with school and oh no i know
0: i'm not trying to make you feel bad i'm just saying (laughs) that wasn't at all what i was trying to do i'm sorry
1: i didn't like i didn't mean to make it sound like that it's just i was explaining it's been a week yeah
0: (laughs) it's been a week (laughs) oh lord
1: but i'm very excited to be recording with you
0: yes me too i'm excited for this marathon so
1: let's get started yeah ready let's just jump right into it all
0: right so Mm -hmm. this week we are talking about (gasps) actually you know what no i just want to say first If you haven't listened to our episode last week, what are you doing? Go back and listen to our episode last week. Oh We had a guest on and it was so much fun and we love you, Amanda. Thank you so much for being on. We had our collab partner, uh, the Lexington Bookie, on our podcast last week and we will definitely have her back because we had so much fun and as we were recording, we thought of like 10 more topics that we should record together. Oh
1: my God, yes. (laughs) So
0: I just wanted to shout her out real fast and say thanks for making the trip. Mm -hmm. We love you.
1: And, and i was very happy to meet her and make a new friend yes
0: like. yes we had uh, k brought, brought me like a stack of books because like i had <laughs> to cut an hour out of the episode where we were just suggesting books to each other <laughs> <laughs> all of us and yeah. they got on me for having never finished the great gatsby which happened to be part of it was nestled into a bit that i had to cut out i'm pretty sure so yeah. i've not only never finished the book but i've never finished the movie <laughs>
1: And there are three movies I know, that I she no could excuse. have picked from. Yeah, I
0: have no excuse. And
1: they're all my, they're all
0: so good. My mom and I bought the movie when my brother was a senior in high school because their prom was Gatsby themed and we had to see what kind of tie to buy him.
1: Yep. And now see, she and told me this. And we watched the first 30 minutes. See, she told me this and she, do- she did not disclose that she did not finish it. We were like, it's- we'll finish this later. And never did... Because we had to go shopping. The ending is so fucking crazy. I know.
0: I know. I know like, there's a twist. I know. It's all so good. I know. I know. I have no excuse. It's like a mm-hmm. it's like a 200-page book. I literally have no excuse. Have you read Lord of the Flies? Mm-hmm. I haven't. I will. Pause.
1: Okay. Yeah, I brought you my annotating copy of Great Gatsby. I don't know if anything's been annotated in that one yet i know that i'm going to there you go yay yay and i'm i'm downloading 1984 i was gonna say i don't know where my
0: copy of 1984 is but i'm sure it's packed up in my boxes and boxes full of books that i have
1: packed away in storage i might just buy it when i get and or when i get anthem because i want to annotate both of them because i want to like take from classics like that because i love them
0: those are both really short, and I had them handy, so I figured awesome. I'd just hand them to you right now. But Thank anyway, you. okay, so that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> I just wanted to give that a quick plug Plug at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, this week, we are talking about dementia, dementia which is timely. Yes. Because, um, I don't know if I've talked about this much on the podcast or not, but my husband's grandmothers both of them have really bad Alzheimer's and last night as we're recording this last night at midnight we found out that his grandmother one of his grandmothers died um she passed at about midnight last night so um and she had advanced Alzheimer's which of course is different than dementia but yeah they go hand in hand and I think she had both um she also had congestive heart failure and we just saw her on this past saturday like two days ago three days ago where am i where- <laughs> what day is it
1: uh, it would have been two, we saw her the saturday ago. after
0: thanksgiving so just yeah. like three days ago and she seemed fine i mean fine for someone who has no idea who anyone is and
1: they always you know tend to be at their best yeah right
0: she went around she gave everyone hugs and kisses on the and a kiss on the cheek and Aww. her her husband was introducing everyone to her and this is your grandson, this is his wife, this is your other grandson, this is his wife and you know, and it's it just it was just it's just surreal when you see someone and they seem okay, you know what I mean and then you find out that they're not so um. So I'm definitely going to be drawing on some personal experience from this because my grandmother does have dementia. Mm -hmm. Um, She hasn't officially been diagnosed, but there's not um, any other explanation for it for what she has. And um, even her brain scans don't say it. So, I mean, I do have another theory as to what it could be. But either way, the only way to really describe it is to say she has dementia when you talk to people because she, you know because of the the behavior that she displays sometimes and and things like that so um not to bring it too down because this is a comedy podcast but i just wanted to say that you know we do we both know people affected by this and it's it's very very hard and again we can laugh or we can cry yeah and i hope that if it happens to me we can laugh we can laugh because I don't want to be my I don't want my existence to be what makes people cry. Yeah. So, I want to be able to have fun with it. His, Josh's grandpa definitely had fun with his wife. still. Aww. like <laughs> <laughs> just messing with her about stuff, trying to see if he could get her to drink alcohol and stuff <laughs> like that like last yeah. Thanksgiving that we were that we spent with them, there was a table and of course there was soda and water and then there was some spirits. Uh-huh. Of, of <laughs> Of course, there as well. And so he poured her a, gra- a glass of Sprite and he said, you want some brandy in it? And she was like, oh, 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 no, I don't think so right now because she didn't know what it was. <laughs> and he just chuckled to himself. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> They're really funny. And there was another time when uh, Josh's mom was in the hospital before she passed. And they were they were both there, of course. And I guess his grandma used to be really good at crossword puzzles. Mm-hmm. But of course, she's not now, you know, or wasn't anymore you know sorry still new um (laughs) new pronouns um not pronouns new tense um (laughs) (laughs) so um sorry i don't want anyone to think i'm trying to make light of it but it is it was her definitely time like she a hundred percent didn't know who anyone was or where she was or why she wasn't at home she barely even knew her husband's name she just knew that he was her husband oh um she also had really, like I said, she had congestive heart failure and all of that stuff. So she was constantly in and out of the hospital. She had just been in the hospital this past week, I guess, for uh, fluid and stuff like that. Because you get like pulmonary edemas and stuff all the time. And mm-hmm.
1: um, Yeah, my great aunt.
0: It, it was 100% time and we all knew that it was coming. And we're all very relieved that she's not suffering anymore. And she's not just sitting in the room like wondering what's going on all the time, which is yeah. really upsetting. So.
1: Uh, my great aunt, uh, she passed away when I was younger. We called her great aunt Pearl. Um, she had Alzheimer's and she had three heart attacks. The third one is what took her. But mm-hmm. um, it was, I mean, it was, it was sad because she, I mean, again, like you said, didn't know who she was, didn't know who didn't anyone know else was. And yeah. She lived with her daughter and, um. It, Which is rough.
0: I mean, that's yeah. rough on your marriage. That's rough on your day
1: to day. Yeah, uh, I think I, something I'll never forget. She was so cute. She um, one thing that she could remember was that she'd seen these little baby skunks skunks following their mama.
0: Oh, and that so she, she just, just kept telling that story.
1: She did. It, that's adorable. We um, that's the only thing she could remember. So her daughter mm. would have her tell that to everybody. To let her know that she she could feel yeah yeah feel apart yeah yeah and it was just it was so cute she was so excited to tell everybody that story oh that's
0: so cute
1: so anytime Um, i see a skunk i think of her
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's so cute skunks are so sweet
1: yeah um she was one of the best family members so
0: Sorry to finish my story real oh, fast. Okay. So, um, we, Josh and his grandpa, I, I wasn't there, um, at that point, but, uh, Josh and his grandpa were in the hospital cause my husband can work things out with his job to where he has like, he can schedule training classes in Louisville or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he was able to schedule himself a training seminar, um, wh- when his mom got airlifted to Louisville. Yeah. And um so he was able to do that and then my parents live in Louisville, so he could stay with my parents. Oh, that's so awesome. So he was able to work that out and then be with her all the time. And then at one point when things got really bad, you know, we all were there a lot in the mm-hmm. days following because we thought she was going to wake up. And um it never ended up happening, but again, it was it was very, very sad and I under- like it, I'm so upset that she'll never get to meet our children and all of that stuff, but again, it was time. Yeah. She was really bad as far as mental health. She had, she had, she, I I talked a little bit about her uh, opioid issue. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a lot of drugs, a lot of neglect, a lot of isolating, a lot of issue, health issues that then came to be that because she neglected herself and chose to take shortcuts with painkillers and things like that instead of seeking actual treatment. And there was also some malpractice involved, which then we couldn't sue the hospital for because blah, 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 blah. That's not the point of the story, but just, to, to throw this in there we were all in the waiting room except for me because I had to work I didn't have that uh, the luxury that my husband has with his job um so he was sitting there doing a crossword puzzle with his grandpa and his grandma was sitting on the other side and they, they were working it together and working it together and uh his grandpa goes okay I'm gonna go to the bathroom real fast and then he goes hey if you have any questions just ask grandma oh <laughs> is hilarious <laughs> he's so dry I just love him so much he's such a sweet man That's and, hilarious. um I know that he's feeling a lot of loss right now but I I know that he's he's been a caretaker for the last five years and, and instead of a husband so yeah. it's it's I'm sure he feels relieved that that she's not suffering like that anymore but you know it's also the person he's been with for more of his life than He's been without her. So yeah. I'm sure that's going to be an adjustment. It's going to be an adjustment for everyone. But oh, yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Do you know if they're going to do like any type of celebration of life or? That's what we're trying to figure out. We're trying to figure out if there's going to be a f- when the
0: funeral is going to be and mm-hmm. any of that. So ugh. I'd always rather have like a celebration of life. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too, for myself. Like just so this is my last will and testament right mm-hmm. here. Um, I don't want to be embalmed. I don't want an open cas- casket. I want to be put in one of those pods that turns you into a tree. Me too. So bad. Yeah. Or there was a thing they talked about on Wine and Crime where you can get composted and then you uh, your family gets your soil and then they can uh, like plant an herb garden or something with your soil. I love that. Some kind of like repurposement like that yeah. to where I'm not ful- filled with chemicals shoved in a box and taking up space under the ground. Barring that, cremate me. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) I would rather give back rather than just be burned in an incinerator mixed with a bunch of other people's ashes and then shoved in a jar. Yeah. I don't want to take up space in your home. Yeah, no. Um, (laughs) I mean,
1: like, I'll visit.
0: But... I want to be turned (laughs) into
1: a tree. I would love to be turned into a tree somewhere. And then little ghost me could just sit in the tree Mm -hmm. and be happy. I'd be so happy with that, especially as close
0: as we both feel to nature, but... That's what I want, and then I want you to have some sort of, like, barbecue or something. Have a pool party, tell stories, all of that. Don't have a pastor get up and recite some kind of fire and brimstone stupid sermon.
1: Oh, God, no. That,
0: which is what happened at Josh's mom's funeral, and uh, not talk about me at all. Like, that. S- I, and that sounds, I don't want to be the center of anyone's attention ever, but, you know, which... <laughs> Sounds counterproductive as we're both entertainers, but you know, like I, don't, I'm not saying give me all the attention, but celebrate me and make it about me if that's what you want to do. Don't, yeah. Don't turn it into what it shouldn't be. I guess I don't like it. It mean it's kind of how I feel about weddings too. You know, yeah. like where it's like oh, like oh, we'll just get up here and I'll give a sermon for 30 minutes and, like, hardly mention anything about the couple. Yeah, no. Except for just do you take so-and-so to be your lawfully wedded so-and-so. <laughs> like,
1: I, I, I don't like that. Like, make it personal, mm-hmm. you know? So. I had a friend who had to put both of her parents in the ground before she was 15. Oh, that's so sad. And um, she, there was one preacher in the town where she grew up and she told her grandparents, she said he will not do my parents' funerals because she knew it was what it was gonna turn into and she knew that's what they wouldn't want and that's what she yeah. didn't want. And it was fire and brimstone mm-hmm. and he would make it about himself some fucking how. Exactly. And she was not like, that no, all we're pastors that. do that, but well, I mean, no, but like But
0: yeah, and that's what will happen out here too. Yeah. Um but anyway, so I digress. So like I said, my grandmother does have dementia. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like we, most of the stories we've been telling are about Alzheimer's, but they do sometimes, a lot of times they go hand in hand. And we are going to have a whole other episode about Alzheimer's. Yeah. But, um, and I'll give more insight into Josh's other grandmother and the comparison of the two. Because one of them could take the medicine and one of them couldn't. And the oh. one who just passed couldn't because she had the heart condition. So... Uh, we'll definitely talk about that on another episode, mm-hmm. maybe the next 10, I don't know, we'll see.
1: We'll see. This so, one... So, this is
0: going to be heavy. Yeah, so, <laughs> this one's
1: heavy, so we, we might want to wait on that one for a yeah. while.
0: So, I basically just pulled from the Mayo Clinic, just okay. to give a general background, because we're not a medical podcast, Um, and... um. I trust that site. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's also that. Uh, my grandma has been to the Mayo Clinic many times. Uh, she just went and took a ri- mentally, uh, written exam uh, to measure her brain activity and things like that and her cognitive, I guess, activity. I don't know what it measures. It's something that's active. Mm-hmm. Your thought process, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, which sucks because I think she tricked it because she's smart. she's been a teacher her entire life and everyone's like it doesn't measure that she has dementia i'm like because she fucking knows Mm -hmm. to be on her best behavior and like (laughs) put her best foot forward she's not sitting she's it's like when my mom and i before we sorry this is another tangent before i figured out my mom and i are such perfectionists Uh and we're such achiever people (laughs) like When I first started at Family Video, I had an evaluation and he gave me fours and fours out of fives on everything. And I was like, excuse me? And he was like, well, I gave you fours because there's always room for improvement. And I was like, oh, I'll kill you.
1: Yeah, I will end you.
0: (laughs) You've seen me work. Yeah. At our job. Yeah. I'm fucking good at it. (laughs) (laughs) One of the best, I dare say. And I don't toot my own horn that often, but I'm good at that. I'm good at sales. I'm good at organization. I'm good at time management. I'm good at all the shit. I wasn't a good employee until
1: you trained me. See,
0: because like, I d- I also because didn't I got have the old
1: school training. Is the also, other didn't thing. have great trainers. I know, I know,
0: other what? story. <laughs> but anyway, so like that pissed me off. So you can imagine when Mom and I go to eye exams, huh? You want to get it right. Yep. Including if you have to squint. And really make it out so that you get it right. And then I figured out later, that's not what you're supposed to do. <laughs> <I was laughs> the- you're supposed to get it wrong if you can't fucking see the letter. Like you yeah. can say, I know that's an H, but I can't see it. Mm-hmm. I just know intuitively that that's an
1: H. Yeah. From the shape of the blur. The only the only letter that I can see is the E, and I can just see it very barely. But you see what I'm saying, though? Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's
0: how we are. Yeah. That's how laws are. Uh-huh. As well. My mom's not a law, obviously, but that's how my family is. Yeah. We get it right and we do it perfectly. <laughs> yep. And we'll be the best in the room. Mhm. My grandmother is no exception. She will <laughs> get all the questions right and she
1: knows what you want to hear. Yep. <laughs> My grandmother was a nurse for 40 years. Oh, yeah, I know. So when they gave her the evaluation, she knew what she to knew say. She knew exactly what to say, and she tricked it. You see Yeah. What I'm yeah. Mm-hmm. Which so. is why she's allowed to live at home when she should not
0: be living at home by herself. Exactly. So let's give a quick overview mm-hmm. real fast. So dementia, for those of you who don't know, uh, dementia describes a group of symptoms affecting memory, thinking, and social abilities severely enough to interfere with daily life. It isn't a specific disease, but several different diseases may cause dementia. Mm -hmm. Okay? So um, I think a lot of my grandma's issues actually have to do with anxiety, lack of sleep
1: yeah because it's harder to sleep when you get older especially when your
0: husband snores so loudly that the windows literally rattle oh yikes and refuses to go to a fucking sleep clinic because stubbornness somehow runs in my family huh (laughs) who
1: knew (laughs) you know rigidity
0: runs in my family so, uh, though dementia generally involves memory loss, memory loss has different causes. So, I think it's like a circle is always a rectangle, but a rectangle isn't always a square. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, so, having, again, here, this what as clarified by this next sentence, <laughs> um, having memory loss alone doesn't mean you have dementia. So, she actually... I'll save it. Hang on. Okay. Let me get through this first, I guess. Uh, so, Alzheimer's disease is is the most common cause of a progressive dementia in older adults again a circle is always sorry a square. A square is a square always, is always a, a circle. Is always a square. Was what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true at all. No. A square is always a rectangle, but a rectangle isn't always a square. Mm-hmm. Um, so Alzheimer's disease is the most common cause of a progressive dementia in older adults, but there are a number of causes of dementia. So you may have Alzheimer's and dementia. You may just have dementia. You may just have Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things. Um, depending on the cause, some dementia symptoms may be reversible. Oh okay, which is really cool because yeah. Alzheimer's is a disease disease, and dementia can be caused by a variety of factors, and those factors can then be treated and then reverse the dementia.
1: Oh, does that make sense? Yeah, okay. So Alzheimer's is not reversible dementia is.
0: Alzheimer's, we are so close. Okay. It's we are not reversible so yet. close, but you can measure it on a brain scan mm-hmm. is the thing. Okay. You're, you're, something is eating your brain, basically. You see what I'm
1: saying? Like I know that, but yeah, anytime like, I hear it, it gives so your, me a chill. Your,
0: your your brain is not literally disintegrating, but it's
1: disintegrating,
0: basically disintegrating. Yeah, it's measurable on a brain scan. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure that dementia always is. Um, I think it's more of a cognitive measuring mm-hmm. from my experience and a little bit of what I've read here. Okay. So um, and again, we're not medical professionals. No, and the brain is such a fucking mystery. It it, it's it's magic. Mm -hmm. It it, it's it's still magic. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it did. Ugh, stop! (laughs) (laughs) Didn't Amanda send that to us? No, I I said it, and she
1: was like, "Oh fuck!" Yes, that's what
0: I knew there was was a, a connection there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like it's it's so complex. It's the one part of our body that we truly we only know so much about we know more than we did mm-hmm. but we don't know everything and there's so oh, much no. th- of our brains that we don't even use so like think about when that's like those movies like limitless and stuff think when lucy we can, yeah. yeah think when we can use our whole brain like what
1: what can we fucking, what can do? We fucking
0: accomplish
1: there's a know? reason we can only use 10 percent of it right there is now. a reason and we've got to figure it out <laughs> like <laughs> it's probably because god was like nope yeah probably <laughs> i'm I'm kidding. I don't know. (laughs) I mean,
0: maybe. But also, like, I mean, just who knows? Like, maybe it's because we're not in a primal state anymore. Maybe. I don't know. Like, we just have to figure it out. Go into neuroscience. Everyone go into neuroscience who's in medicine. Um, Okay. So, uh, we are so close, by the way, with an Alzheimer's cure, which we're not going to plug totally right now, but... Um, there are many many charities and many things that you can give to for both of these diseases oh awesome so definitely like give if you ever have the opportunity and it's for it's giving tuesday it is today actually yeah oh as we record this this. Uh (laughs) okay so here's some symptoms okay okay so dementia Mm -hmm. symptoms of course they vary depending on the cause and like I said, this is something that can be caused by a variety of different things all acting together in their own little cocktail, mm-hmm. uh, though not as fun as a cocktail.
1: <laughs> and, um,
0: but generally, the con- there are common signs and symptoms. Okay. okay? So, mm-hmm. first things first, cognitive changes. So, this includes memory loss. Yeah. Which is usually noticed by a spouse or someone else who's very close to you. Um. And this isn't like, oh, I walked into a room and kind of forgot why I was here. Because, like, I do that on the daily. Mm -hmm. But, like, I mean, driving home and forgetting how to get home.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, What happened with my grandma, she has um, global, what they call, uh, I feel like there's another word to this. But it's something global amnesia. Okay. Where she's woken up and completely forgotten who she is. Oh. And where she is. Like amnesia completely has amnesia for a day oh yikes and it's happened to my uncle as well which makes me think it's happened to him i think once mm-hmm. which makes me feel like it's either stress related because he also has a heart condition so i don't you know what i mean and yeah he, like you know has two kids coaches teaches like yeah is a very stressed stressed out individual um plus his heart condition like that kind of makes sense mm-hmm. um and that's actually something that can cause i think it's transient global amnesia i don't know there, i feel like there's another word at the beginning but it basically you wake up and forget where you are you have amnesia mm-hmm. for like a day it's temporary
1: um and
0: it's brought transient. on a lot of times it's brought on by i don't know that that's the right
1: word but it, it sounds like it would be i it's feel like it's right like fleeting yeah i yeah. feel like
0: it's right but i don't know um, you look
1: at the root of the word yeah thank you <laughs> english majors this moment Yeah.
0: Is precious because it's fleeting. Anyway, uh,
1: (laughs) so um,
0: it's also a lot of times that's brought on by high um, anxiety and lack of sleep. Yeah. So there's that. Um, But there's a lot of other things as well that we'll dig into in just a second. So um, so another thing is difficulty communicating or finding words. My grandma gets very frustrated. Um, Things will happen and she she doesn't she, she can't find the right words to say what she means. And people will try, like, because it's we, are we are who we are. Oh, nice. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, I felt like that was right, but I just, I second-guessed <laughs> myself. I should have just gone for it. <laughs> um, so... she'll she'll, she can't find the words to fully express what she's talking about and people because we are who we are we'll try to like guess what she's saying and she'll just be like no and just like and she'll like outburst for a second which is very unlike her this is all stuff that then like changes your personality you know what i'm saying yeah there's talk about that that a little bit in my case yeah there's things that are very different from how you generally are as a person my my um my husband's grandmother who just passed was the nicest and kindest and most beautiful human being on the planet mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden one day at church like called someone a fat whore or something like that
1: and instead of I mean we all have our days. We do all have our <laughs> days, but
0: I no, But that was different. <laughs> none of us are crazy about the way the church responded, which was by <laughs> kicking her out forever instead of embracing her and saying something's wrong.
1: We'll what support the hell? you. Yeah, it was really bad. I got kicked out kicked out of church once because i went to get a drink of water because i had a very bad cold
0: oh no she kicked they were she they said you're not invited back ever yeah ever again
1: because you had a cold yeah oh my god Kay. i went to a crazy southern baptist yeah i was church. gonna
0: say this was a uh not to tar all of the denominations the same way of course mm-hmm. or all branches of this denomination i think it was pentecostal oh which i mean Generally, that's a more extreme Protestantism anyway, but yeah, yeah, it was not cool. Anyway, so (laughs) this particular branch was not great. Um, (laughs) So difficulty communicating or finding words, that was really bad. Um, Difficulty with visual and spatial abilities, such as getting lost while driving, like I said earlier. Um, another is a difficulty with reasoning or problem solving. So a lot of times doctors will prescribe people who are presenting these kind of symptoms. They'll prescribe you to do puzzles, do oh, okay. Sudoku's, do crossword puzzles, um, do a jigsaw puzzle, that kind of thing. So my mom actually bought grandma a jigsaw puzzle for Christmas this past year Aww. and we were all doing it together and it was too hard for her. Like literally I was sitting there and it was a fucking hard puzzle. Like mom uh-huh. got way too hard a puzzle cause she got one that like we could do Yeah, and
1: didn't didn't think think well i mean well, not that she didn't because think but she, she should be able didn't. to do
0: it yeah. is the thing mm-hmm. truly she should be able to all mm-hmm. the signs point to her being able to do this mm-hmm. but i would say something like hey i need a white piece and she would hand me a brown one. Oh. and then she got frustrated because i was like N- no grandma you not just me but you know mm-hmm. all of us she she couldn't she-, she had lost that ability and what's beautiful about puzzles i don't know if you know this um and this is not me pulling from my research at all, this is just my, my own general knowledge, what's cool about puzzles is that what our brains do when we look at puzzle pieces is our brain is already trying to reassemble them. Mm-hmm.
1: Which that's is why neat.
0: doctors prescribe this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So we can look at a pile of puzzles and that's why we're able to figure it out and put it together because our brain is already looking at it and, and recognizing pieces with like structures and things like that and, and re- it's already reconstructing the picture.
1: I wonder if it would be easier for her to do a puzzle of, uh, like, a, like maybe 100 pieces of, well, like... Well, yeah, that's
0: what we need to do is 100. She got, like, a 1,000-piece puzzle.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it would be interesting to see if she could do it a little easier with, like, people that she sees every day. If it was, like, yeah. a picture of them. Cause you she know was probably you can... embarrassed, too, which is yeah. another thing. You
0: know, and that, that's a good point. And that's the
1: other well, thing, no, though, I is mean, that like, she won't do it. Yeah. I mean, like... You know how you can like send it to Walmart and they can like make different gifts and like one of them's a puzzle. Like you can send a picture you to Walmart. You can send a
0: picture of our family or something. Yeah, and, and then like she could see, do it.
1: See how she could do that.
0: That might be what I do for their Christmas present. Okay. Yeah. So, um, because and I, but I don't want to give it to her and then her be upset. Oh. Because she can't do it
1: either. So yeah. there's also
0: that, but that might be a good idea. Maybe if it's just like 100 pieces or something,
1: she can do it. Or maybe even like 50 pieces. Something. Yeah. Something um, that's a little but easier. But yeah, they were like,
0: do Sudoku, do crossword mm-hmm. puzzles, do jigsaw puzzles, things like that. Because our brains are, like with crossword puzzles, your brain is already filling in those letters. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it works that muscle and it that works that organ yeah. mm-hmm. so that it forges, it, it forces those pathways to still be forged mm-hmm. because that's what happens with dementia and Alzheimer's is that those pathways and those furrows that start are formed, to, they start to go away. Yeah. So. It's just
1: like a cell going yes. through its pieces of yeah. mitosis. It's
0: just like when you sit too long and then your muscles get atrophy, mm-hmm. like you have to work it. So download, everyone downloads Sudoku. <laughs> on your phones
1: i do that
0: do and that. I s- do to sudoku how. yeah you've gotta because sudoku works your brain in magical mm-hmm. ways and it gives you weird dreams if you do it before bed but <laughs> it's also can be really soothing that's what i do every time when i have to sit in a waiting room i only have two games on my phone because i just refuse to be a phone person and i will throw a phone across a room with angry birds so um <laughs> and you know candy crush and things like that they don't challenge you really not in the way that when you these get kinds to the of harder but,
1: levels, yes, but not but. in
0: the way that these kinds of structural puzzles challenge yeah. your brain. So, oh no, and I also have mancala. mancala? No, the matching one. Uh, Mahjong. I have Mahjong as well. Okay. So Mahjong is matching. Mm-hmm. You find a like, um, the tiles that match, and they have to be on the same like. Tier level or something like that, but mm-hmm. it's a matching game. It's it's all brain working activities, and there's also a lot of apps that you can download that are just like brain puzzles and brain teasers brain and things games. like that. Yeah, there yes. was
1: a big DS. Um, it's a really of games yeah, that like, really it's cool a, that like it's a it's really
0: important, especially if you know that these kinds of disorders run in your family, to make sure that you keep that kind of activity at, yeah. going make sure that you're good at it and that it's something you can rely on later so that it's something you can rely on later when you get older mm-hmm. and i know that a bunch of you are 20 or whatever but i'm serious yeah it's really important instead of mindlessly flipping through instagram when you're in the doctor's office pull up a pull up a puzzle mm-hmm. to work something like that read i mean read if nothing else but you know mm-hmm. pull up a puzzle Work a couple of Sudoku puzzles. Don't just do easy. When the easy ones become too easy, move to medium. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, and then to hard, and blah 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 blah. But, you know, it it, it it's important yeah. because now she won't do it. All she wants to do is because my family is stubborn. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I come from a family of very stubborn Scots. Yeah. So, um, sh- all she wants to do is sit. She wants to sit in her recliner with Grandpa. That's all she wants to do. She used to be in a bridge club. Bridge is a really fucking hard card game. She won't play bridge anymore. Yeah, she won't play bridge anymore. Yeah, she won't do any of it. It's really, really sad. Um, And because she's neglecting it, and because Grandpa doesn't want to make her, it's getting worse. And to the point, like, my, my grandpa just had ankle replacement surgery, and she couldn't even remember which side to put his scooter on for him, and he would get frustrated, and dad had to step in and be like, listen, dad, this is the in-sickness and in-health part of your vows. Yeah. She can't remember.
1: Yeah. You have to tell her. You and have to tell her every day. Yeah, and you can't- That's the way it is now. You can't get mad if you're not also trying to force her to get better. Exactly.
0: We're not having breakfast until you do the Sudoku puzzle, Sybil. You know? Yeah. Something. Something. She mm-hmm. needs structure. She needs help. So, okay, so another is difficulty handling uh I I said reasoning and problem solving, right? Yes. Yeah. So that's what we were talking about with the puzzles and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And um another is difficulty handling complex tasks. Yeah. Cooking. Giving people directions to your house. If your hobby used to be carpentry, you can't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. Cross-stitching. My grandma was an incredible cross-stitcher. She cross-stitched all of us um, stockings for Christmas. So I'm trying to do that for all of my nieces and nephews now. Cross-stitching is so cool. It's so fun and it's so relaxing. And I still haven't finished Kaylee's and she's four. So um, (laughs) (laughs) anyway... Uh I've been a little busy but <laughs> anyway um another one is difficulty with planning and organizing um she used to cook every year and make pies and all kinds of stuff for Christmas and now we order in Subway. I mean you know it's all that kind of stuff. They've been eating you know ham sandwiches and stuff like that because my grandpa, I mean you know they're from a different time. My grandpa can't feed himself. Um, (laughs) So uh, I mean he can grill a steak but that's about it. (laughs) Um, Another is difficulty with coordination and motor function. So like tripping. She's been falling a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's broken her arm several times because she's like lunged for a ping pong ball and fallen or tripped when she was when we were landscaping her yard yeah a lot of stuff like that and of course motor functions and fine motor skills and things like that have a lot to do with cross stitching and picking up puzzle pieces and things like that so a lot of that can be um, a factor here Um, and then confusion and disorientation so forgetting where you are um, she'll wander off, like we'll be at a basketball game or something like that and we've all got to keep an eye on her when we were walking out to the car because she'll just wander off into the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets confused. Like she loves chocolate and so um, my f- one of my cousins got her a sign that said something about like life isn't complete without chocolate or something like that and she didn't get it. I'm Aww. sure it was, I think it was a more complex joke than that but like she didn't get the joke and we yeah. were like, it's funny grandma like it's 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 because you love chocolate and she was like oh like yeah it's it's really sad okay so psychological changes include personality changes depression anxiety inappropriate behavior paranoia agitation and sometimes and most troublingly hallucinations Um, she hasn't had any hallucinations that I know of, but I know she gets agitated really easily, particularly if she's in crowds, particularly if she's away from home for a really long time. Um, that's why we just bought their condo in Florida because she never wants to go anywhere anymore. She just wants to be home. Um, one of the big things, and this, this goes in hand with Alzheimer's as well. People with Alzheimer's don't want to take showers. Um, and they don't want to be out in the rain because the rain and the water coming at their face looks like something else. Scares them. And it scares them. So when it's, when it rains, she does not want to be in the car. Oh, it hasn't progressed to the shower yet. Thank God. But, um, you know, it's that kind of thing. Um, inappropriate behavior has come up as well. Um, my, one of my cousins, um, his wife had a miscarriage. Oh no, uh, which is really sad. They have their they have their daughter now. Everything's yeah. fine, but I can um, just see where this is going. But they were really really excited, and then they were really sad, and so they went and told her. They went and told that you know their family members. They were like, hey, you know, we wanted to let you know that we thought we were going to be parents, and we just we had a miscarriage. And my grandmother said, oh no, my sweet grandmother. Oh, no. Who does not have a mean bone in her body. Oh, no. Said, well, I never would have seen it anyway. Because they live in Kentucky. And she lives in Indiana.
1: Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. I know she didn't mean it. Oh, she absolutely did not mean it.
0: She did not mean it and I can just was, imagine
1: how that felt though that was one
0: of the biggest red flags
1: yeah for my
0: entire family because the rest of this stuff you can kind of ignore and call it old age
1: mm-hmm not that nope <laughs> not calling someone a fat orange
0: <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> no so let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about when you should see a doctor. <laughs> um okay so definitely you guys i think it's the most important to just say to take all of this seriously don't just brush it under the rug as old age Mm -hmm. um you should see a doctor if you or a loved one has memory problems or any of these other symptoms um because some treatable medical conditions can cause dementia symptoms. So it's important to make sure you, un- you determine the underlying cause. Yeah. So make sure that you go to the doctor because if it's something like your blood sugar or, you know, your like thyroid or your hormones or something like that, anything like that is very treatable and can cause these kinds of simp- symptoms. So you don't want to think, oh, my grandma is a lost cause when you could go and she could get like one pill and it could be fixed. Yeah. You know, so just always make sure uh, barring anything else, you find out they have cancer and you catch it early. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. it's there, there's never, or, or, you know, and if it's nothing, it's nothing. And you, what, at least you, you have like a $20 copay or whatever. You know what I'm saying? At least you checked. At least you checked and you know, Mm -hmm. so then you can say, okay, it's just old age because we know and a medical professional told us it's Mm -hmm. just really important, especially because your brain is such a mystery just make sure. <laughs> yeah. Just make sure. Okay. I got a couple more things and then we'll be, we'll be done. So, okay. Okay. Uh, where are we? Okay. Oh, we're good. On time. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about some causes. Okay. Also, by the way, if anyone wants to know, if you just go to the themayoclinic.org, you can request an appointment. It's very, very easy to use and it, there may be a wait. So if you're seeing these symptoms start to arise, just make sure you just go. Make an appointment. They're very nice people. There's all kinds of hotels and things like that that cater to patients who are at the Mayo Clinic and things mm-hmm. like that so it's very it, it, it's not going to be a big deal yeah you no. know it, it, it's all like there's a lot of hotels like where my grandpa just got his ankle replaced there's hotels all around this hospital because this dude is like the only dude of like three in the country that do the ankle replacement he got oh wow! so there's you know and there's physical therapists there like right there there's residential type hotels that you can th- that cater to this kind of thing and a lot of times your insurance can cover it. So make sure you re- look into everything and make sure you just do it Yeah, to be safe because it's a great place and they just want to help. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So let's talk about some causes. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So dementia is caused by damage to or loss of nerve cells and their connection in the brain, which again is why I'm saying download those games and work your brain. Yep. Do it forever, because I tell you what, preventative care is always easier than reversing the effects. Yeah. It's the same way with anti-aging on our skin.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> it's always easier to start using anti-aging when you're 20 and then still look like you're 20 mm-hmm. when you're 30. Hello. <laughs> than it is to look like you're 50 when you're 30 and then try and reverse it. That's much yeah. more expensive and a lot less effective. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know.
1: That's just trying to help you feel a little better about exactly,
0: the situation. exactly.
1: <laughs> That's just. I mean,
0: like I have a thing I could sell you, but it's two hundred bucks. <laughs> And it works, but that's expensive. So it you want to make sure you take really good care of your skin. You also want to make t- sure you take really good care of your brain. Mm-hmm. Download Sudoku. Download Solitaire. Download Mahjong. Those are I all games yes. that are soothing. They pass the time. And they work those nerve connections, that problem solving center, that the thing that, that keeps you from not being conf- from being confused, you know, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. It works your whole brain. Write in cursive, for God's sakes.
1: I still write in cursive. That's I amazing. In cursive.
0: Write in cursive. Yeah. Your entire brain lights up on a brain, brain scan when you write in cursive. Mm-hmm. You're using your creativity. You're using your cognitive. You're using like all areas of your brain.
1: Because you're having to remember exactly. how to write these letters and how, then to you're write also it, like, how to
0: make it pretty. Yeah. You're also thinking about what you're writing. Mm-hmm. It's it's use it's engaging all areas of your brain. Mm-hmm. Do these things. We want to light our brains up. Okay? Yeah. All right.
1: <laughs> um
0: so depending on the area of the brain that's affected by the damage, dementia can affect people differently and of course cause different symptoms. Um Dem- and so, let me just say again, like, all the symptoms I've just listed, it's it's not necessarily all. It could be any combination, one, two, three, four, five. You know, it could be any combination of those. Yeah. So, just make sure you take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, dementias are often grouped by what they have in common. So, there's... I've got a few different kinds of dementia. Um, so... Uh, sorry. Uh, so dimensions are, dementias are often grouped by what they have in common, such as the protein or proteins deposited in the brain or part of the brain that's affected. Mm-hmm. Um, some diseases look like dementia, such as those caused by a reaction to medications or vitamin deficiencies, Ooh. and they might improve with treatment. See, so that's the kind of thing we're talking about, like where you could go and then it's like, oh, you just have like an iron deficiency. Yeah. Or whatever. Okay. Um, which iron deficiency, I think, just makes you tired. But, you know, I'm just pulling one out of my ass that I've had on the tip top of my head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. could have some sort of deficiency where then it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, my sister-in-law, like, can't make potassium or something like that. So, she has, like, five different medications she has to take all the time because she oh. won't control it with diet. Uh, t- so. <laughs> I had
1: to control my situation with diet and medicine yeah i mean we all have a thing
0: we all have a thing we all have to eat things that we don't want to eat and we all have to eat do better yeah so whatever okay so here's one here's here's one category okay with a few underneath it okay Mm -hmm. so uh the big one is progressive dementias so these are the types of dementias that progress and aren't reversible okay so that of course includes alzheimer's disease um and of course, Alzheimer's is the most common cause of dementia. And We're not going to get into that right now. Yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> yeah. We'll have a whole episode on Alzheimer's later. Um, another it's on one. The list. Yes, it is absolutely <laughs> on the list. Um, so another one is vascular dementia. Um, this, this, <clears throat> sorry, <coughs> something caught in my throat. Oh, you're okay. Okay. Uh, vascular dementia. Um, oh, uh, I do want to say real fast, sorry, before we move on. Um, Alzheimer's is genetic. So if that runs with your grandparents, the most likely thing is that you will get it as well. It doesn't mean you will, but it means that it's likely. So that means you're most at risk, and you need to make sure you're definitely downloading those puzzles and working your brain and paying attention to things like that. Because the scary thing about Alzheimer's is that it's not just old people. Yeah. Early onset Alzheimer's is a thing as well. Mm -hmm. So not to freak you out, but pay attention. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Tell your close friends, tell your family, tell your partner to pay attention. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just a quick little PSA. Okay, so let's talk about vascular dementia, because I didn't know about this one. Okay. So this is the second most common type of dementia, and it's caused by damage to the vessels that supply blood to your brain. Like I Ooh. said, Josh's grandmother also had congestive heart failure.
1: Yikes. That, yeah, I can see how that would two be a serious problem. Plus two
0: Blood vessel problems can cause strokes, which is what killed his mother. Uh, that can cause strokes. Uh, she also had a leaking valve and all kinds of other heart problems. But um, So blood vessel problems can cause strokes or damage to the brain in other ways, su- such as by damaging the fibers and the white matter of the brain. Uh, the most common symptoms of vascular dementia include difficulties with problem solving, slowed thinking, focus, and organization. And these tend to be more noticeable than memory loss, mm-hmm. actually, uh, because they're a little more extreme. Yeah. Especially when someone's been really good at just like being an adult and then all of a sudden they're like, I don't understand how to shower or I have yeah. this happening on this day and this happening on this day, but I want to do something on this day. How do I fix that? And it's like, we'll just go earlier to this thing. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I
0: keep locking myself out of the door, out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> And I haven't made a spare key. Like <laughs> <you know? laughs> that kind of thing. Um but especially if you have heart issues that run in your family, this is something to be aware of. Yeah. So which makes sense. Vascular dementia. Vascular refers to your heart. So Um I gotta This be is new. Real careful. Yeah. <laughs> this is new. Okay. Louie body dementia.
1: Louis body.
0: Mm-hmm. L-E-W-Y. <laughs> <laughs> Lewy bodies are abnormal balloon-like clumps of protein that have been found in the brains of people with Lewy body dementia, Alzheimer's disease, and Parkinson's disease. Oh, so this is something that um that goes hand in hand with both of those. Uh, this That's is one an a, interesting trifecta, isn't it? Of <laughs> <laughs> well, diseases. I mean, they're all brain disease. It's just yeah. ugh. oh, Parkinson scares the shit out of me, oh my God, me too, so though. much more than Alzheimer's actually. Yeah. Because you're still cognitive and you're still aware and you have no control over your body. Like, yeah. ugh. Ugh. That just scares me so much. Um, this is one of the more common types of progressive dementia. Uh, common signs and symptoms include acting out one's sleep, one's dreams in sleep. Seeing things that aren't there. Mm-hmm. visual hallucina- Or visual hallucinations. And problems with focus and attention. Other signs include uncoordinated or slow movement, tremors, and rigidity, which is Parkinsonism. Yeah. That sounds fucking terrifying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Download the puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, these are all physical things. This isn't. Yeah. Nec- these are all things that come hand in hand with another physical issue. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if the, any of those things, if Alzheimer's and Parkinson's runs in your family, go get brain scans. Yeah. Regularly. Because those little balloon-like clumps could possibly be treatable. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've made leaps and bounds in Parkinson's disease as well. So we are so close with these, you guys. Like, down, like donate. Every yeah. time you see something like that, I don't give a shit what, you, what fucking conspiracy you've heard of. Download to the thing that's helping the thing. Yeah. Download. Donate. Donate. Sorry. <laughs> I've okay. had two margaritas and a
1: shot. All right. Um, yeah, and like... If you've got diseases like this in your family, it's the same with breast cancer. Like, like you would go to get a mammogram yes. every year. Yes. So, you also need to get your brain checked, get
0: your heart checked. Yes. If these things run in your family, go and get these things checked regularly. Yeah. I say that as someone who does not get these things checked regularly. <laughs> so... <laughs> I am, know that I am going to start practicing what I preach, <laughs> and we are going to go. Um, Alzheimer's doesn't, or and Parkinson's don't run in my family, thankfully, but cancer definitely does. So I definitely
1: alzheimer's and cancer and heart
0: yeah like i it it runs in josh's family but not mine so like i am definitely making it's it's my new goal to make my health my priority and actually go get things checked i need to get labs done i need to i mean i've started going to the gynecologist regularly Mm -hmm. for the first time in fucking seven years you know and everything's been normal and at least you have the peace of mind of everything being normal yeah you know Mm -hmm. it's not a waste of money no you have peace
1: you're not wondering yeah you know so i might i may or may not have had a small breakdown over a medical bill yeah i know today <laughs> it's okay <laughs> but also like also i fine. do agree with you like yeah it's better to be safe than starring absolutely sometimes you just gotta you cry can, a little and bit sometimes about it you get sent
0: to collections <laughs> and you know what fuck it yeah we all get sent to collections sometimes
1: mm-hmm.
0: you pay it off when you can and you ignore yeah. the phone calls yep done all right that's probably not great financial advice, but I don't give a shit.
1: Yeah. Don't, um, don't let it get to the point that the sheriff shows up. At oh your no,
0: definitely. I mean like paid off within the year. Jesus. Okay.
1: So, <laughs> um, like, well, sometimes like as long as you're making payments yes. towards something, they're not going to send you to collections. No. They should bucks of it at least.
0: Yeah. Goodness.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Pay what you can. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Next. <laughs> this one sounds terrible.
1: Frontotemporal dementia. Oh, that's oh, that's like this the is part the front of part brain. of your brain
0: with your halluc- with your personality in it.
1: Yeah, and also like decision making and mm-hmm. that's the part of your brain it's that's the not most developed important until you're part. 26. Yes,
0: that's the most important part of your brain. Yeah. Uh, so this is a group of diseases characterized by the breakdown slash degeneration of nerve cells and their connections in the frontal and temporal lobes of the brain. Uh, the areas generally associated with personality, behavior, and language. Um, so, common symptoms affect behavior, personality, thinking, judgment, language, and movement. So, like, when you don't know what the washing machine's called anymore and you call it the clothes cleaner, which, I mean, yeah. like, is perfectly acceptable
1: yeah. and which you can call it enough, that, but, but like, it's like yeah. when you
0: call it, when you call the football the kickball. Yeah. Or, or the kick thing. Or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Your socks are your foot covers. Y- y- st-
1: stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Okay. Another one. This one sounds fun. Okay. Mixed dementia.
1: Oh no. That
0: sounds terrifying. Uh. All <laughs> you ta- said
1: fun. Yeah. I. You lied to oh, me. Oh yeah. I was sarcastic. <laughs> heavy sarcastic quotes.
0: <laughs> um autopsy studies of brains of people 80 and older who had dementia indicate that many had a combination of several causes of course um such as alzheimer's disease vascular dementia and lewy body dementia um studies are ongoing to determine how having mixed dementia affects symptoms and treatments so like i said this is still ongoing we could don't you, know everything about the brain yet
1: could you imagine being the person that's looking at those brain scans nope. and then having to tell people
0: nope that's why i'm not a
1: doctor yeah exactly that's why i'm <laughs> no longer in the medical field nope, myself
0: never like. could not handle that kind of responsibility yeah i know. can get you your t-shirts in a timely manner but no <laughs> uh i can clean your dvd <laughs> real well um, okay, so other disorders linked to dementia. So let's just touch on these real fast. Um, so Huntington's disease, of course, um, are linked to dementia. Um, it's of course, that's Huntington's disease is caused by a genetic mutation, and this disease causes certain nerve cells in your brain and spinal cord to waste away. So of course, it would it it stands to reason then that it would be Ooh. linked with dementia. Huntington's disease yeah. is terrible, is terrifying um
1: your spinal cord that just yeah that fucks up everything uh it usually
0: appears in you around age 30 to 40 which is really sad but it's 100 percent genetic you can't catch it from anyone it's a genetic disorder
1: yeah
0: um another thing is of course traumatic brain injury which we've been we've gone into already in a previous episode uh go ahead and listen to our episode on brain trauma Mm -hmm. um and then another one is uh, called kreutzfeldt jacob disease. I have no idea what that is. I've never heard of it. But this is a rare brain disorder usually that usually occurs in people without known risk factors. Oh. Um, so this condition might be due to deposits of infectious proteins called prion. Oh, it's a prion disease. Okay. So there is an excellent episode of This Podcast Will Kill You where they talk about prions. Um, I can't think what episode it is, but if you go to their podcast, you can find it. Yeah. Very easily because they they don't have you know a hundred episodes they they're in every other week and they do seasons so because mm-hmm. they're in med school <laughs> so um they have an an excellent episode about that and I'm sure they go into detail on this so um Crutsvell Jacob disease usually has no known cause but can be in inha- but it can be inherited. Um, and it may also be caused by exposure to diseased brain or nervous system tissue such as a corne- cornea transplant so like transplants if you eat infected meat like mad cow disease is transferable if you eat infected meat and mm-hmm. things like that it's called, that's a prion dise- disease in um yikes in cows that can be that can cross the the, the human the species barrier or whatever um that kind of thing it so, should not
1: make me want a burger but i really want to want a burger, burger. yeah yeah well, maybe we'll make a burger
0: okay <laughs> i've got meat thawed so okay. i have venison thawed <laughs> for us in there so um okay so this is a thing that usually the symptoms it's fatal and it appears after age 60 so mm-hmm. it's it's definitely something that happens later if it's genetic for you but it's also like i said it can be it can be caused by exposure, so yeah. just be careful. Watch what you eat. Um, watch what you come into contact with, and wash your hands always. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and definitely check that podcast out. So, um, and then of course, Parkinson's disease mm-hmm. is another one. So, um, and then we've got some conditions that can be that can be reversed. So, I just want to touch on these real quick. I'm not really going to go into detail on them, but I am just going to name them real fast. So, okay. um, of course, uh, infections and immune disorders. So, you know, Crohn's disease, lupus, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, or just infections in general mm-hmm. that you don't know have happened mm-hmm. can, of course, be treated with some antibiotics and then you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, metabolic problems and endoc- endocrine abnormalities. So this is like thyroid issues, low bre- low blood sugar. Mm-hmm. um People who have tr- uh, too little or too much sodium or calcium, problems absorbing vitamin B12.
1: with like, diabetes those kinds of fall things, into that? Possibly, okay. yes.
0: And that, I feel like that, that falls into immune disorders and things like that, like being immunocompromised, mm-hmm. um, HIV, stuff like that. But, of course, metabolic problems and stuff, like, you can't absorb things properly or have deficiencies. Mm-hmm. And those are very treatable very, very treatable. We have at least mastered that (laughs) (laughs) in this day and age. Um, another thing of course is nutritional deficiency. So not drinking enough liquid. So extreme dehydration, Mm -hmm. um, drink that water. My friend has an app that reminds her to drink water every couple of hours, every couple of like, I think every 30 minutes or something, it makes it like a slurping noise Oh wow! on her phone. And it's reminds you to drink water, which I, (laughs) I need need. in my life. Yeah. (laughs) Um, this is also common with people with chronic alcoholism. So, of course, if... Shut up. You don't have alcoholism. If you're just, constantly drunk, alcohol dehydrates you. Mm-hmm. So, if you're constantly drunk, it stands to reason. Um, not getting enough vitamins, as in like B6, B12 in your diet, and that can cause dementia.
1: And if you're taking antidepressants or anti-anxiety meds, you definitely need to take an extra B12. Yes, um, which i'm preaching this and i should be taking an extra one but i haven't <laughs> forever um you but i'm to. also yeah i'm also With feeling your- very good on my medication that i'm on right now but um but you
0: can always feel better yeah exactly. and b12 is not expensive yeah, so no
1: and, and you ma- can get it, it, gives it in gummies s-
0: yeah it gives you so much energy and it feels like you're eating candy so it does yeah yeah, definitely. I need to get on a B12, too. Like, mm-hmm. now that you've said that, I've been thinking about it for a minute, and I'm just like, why do I feel so blech? Take a B12. You'll yeah. have all the energy.
1: I really just need to get on a multivitamin again, because I felt so much better when yeah. I was on them. Yes. And it's hard to remember to take them, though. <laughs> That's my issue. <laughs> well, I was putting them in with my other, like, medicine that oh, I have to take yeah, daily. You've got, a, you've got a pill organizer and stuff, yeah. yeah. But, like, the thing is, they were... When they were touching the other pills, they were like getting pill residue on them. Oh. Which was gross? Okay, come so, on. They're all
0: going in your stomach. Jesus. I, I know, but
1: like, if you don't want to taste like straight up ibuprofen. Would I mean, you? Yeah, no, but. That's what it was tasting like. But for how long? Of your day. Shut up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just shove them all in your mouth and swallow it. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> All right, so copper and vitamin E deficiencies can also cause dementia-like symptoms. So, just those are all very easy things to fix. Is yeah, what I'm saying. So another thing is medication side effects. Mm-hmm. Woo! So pay Read attention the to effects. the side effects. Ask your doctor questions. Um, so side effects of medication, um, a reaction to a medication, or an interaction of several different medications can cause dementia-like symptoms. So make sure you're being clear with your doctor. Tell them everything you're taking. And if th- you're experiencing things like that And they don't seem to care Get a second opinion yep. Okay. Uh, subdural hematomas Those are bleeding between the surface of the brain And the covering of the brain Which is your skull Which Ow. is very common in the elderly After a fall yep. And can cause symptoms similar to those of dementia So if your grandparents' parents Have had a fall And then are experiencing these symptoms Make sure you take them in for a scan Yeah, Because those are very treatable um they can they can drill a little hole and suction that all out and they'll be good to go yeah um unless they're like hemorrhaging i mean that's a whole other issue but the hematoma is very treatable uh poisoning is another thing of course um exposure what to poison heavy- did you use Well, like lead, lead poisoning <laughs> you know pesticides um and of course recreational drug use or heavy alcohol use can lead to symptoms of i was dementia. quoting dwight i know uh <laughs> so and of course those symptoms can be resolved with treatment yeah so um another thing which is treatable but i'll say that in a really high voice is a brain tumor oh again take him in for a scan so rarely dementia can result from damage caused by a brain tumor, but it's possible. Yeah. So that's like
1: anything that's fucking around with anything up there. Uh huh. I'm sure. For
0: show. Okay. So, um uh, another one is anoxia. What's that? So this is a condition that's also called hypoxia. Um, mm-hmm. it occurs when organ tissues aren't getting enough oxygen. Okay. Um, so if you have a lung issue, um, like asthma or i mean like i have asthma like mm-hmm. i mean extreme asthma some people mm-hmm. with like lung cancer have this too or just people who can't seem to keep their oxygen levels up you may have an ox- you might be put on an oxygen tank or something like that maybe you're prescribed to sleep with it uh, people with sleep apnea um Oh, here we go. Sleep apnea, asthma, heart attack, carbon monoxide poisoning, lots of other things can cause that kind of thing. So it's it's an oxygen issue, but oxygen issues are very treatable. Oh, I mean, yeah. sleep apnea and stuff like that, they put a mask on you every night and you're good, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it's all about getting enough oxygen to your brain and, and breathing also- properly while you sleep and breathing properly throughout the day. I mean, I operated 85% breathing breathing capacity on the daily mm-hmm. Um Making sure you use your inhaler properly and not just trying to fight through the cough. Go to the doctor when you have a respiratory infection. Just like, you know, being responsible, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing is normal pressure hydrocephalus, which sounds terrifying. Um, So on the brain. this, This condition, which is caused by enlarged ventricles in the brain, can cause walking problems, urinary difficulty, and memory loss. Which is interesting. Hydrocephalus. Is that water on the brain?
1: I've heard of that before. Again, it was years ago when I was taking medical classes. Um, It's treatable, though. They definitely have medicine for that. I'm pretty sure it's, like, extra water on the brain. Yeah. But it's been a while. Something like
0: that. So let's talk a little bit about some risk factors, and then I'm going to be done. Okay? Okay. So real quick is age, of course, especially after 65, family history, um, Down syndrome, a lot of people with Down syndrome develop early onset Alzheimer's, which is really upsetting. So, you know, those are really big risk factors that can mm-hmm. be changed, of course. So, risk factors that you can change. And here we go. You yeah. ready? Uh-huh. Diet and exercise. Yep. Her body. Heavy alcohol use. Oops. Um, <laughs> just kidding. This is like alcoholism. Level. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Cardiovascular risk factors, depression, diabetes, smoking, sleep apnea, vitamin and nutrition deficiencies. These are all things that are highly treatable and that can be changed in your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So, woo! Um, a couple things just for some quick prevention tips. Of course, like we've been saying, keep your mind active, be physically and socially active even when you don't want to be, I have made a conscious decision to make sure I say yes to things, even though I would always rather be on my couch with my dog. Yeah. I consciously say yes to things and I don't cancel Mm -hmm. unless I'm vomiting. Okay. Mm -hmm. Make yourself do things, but then make sure you schedule in time to be alone. Yes. Make sure when you've had some active weekends someone asks you to do something that fourth weekend and you say no thank you Mm -hmm. i'm sorry i have to be home to do laundry and clean my house and be at home i'm socially exhausted you know you have to make sure you give yourself that time but also make sure
1: that you're you're not not isolating every time and
0: that you're not just going to work coming home and never speaking to anyone Mm -hmm. uh quit smoking (laughs) yeah studies have shown that smoking in middle age and beyond can can increase may increase your risk of dementia and blood vessel conditions, which can make vascular dementia an issue. Um, Getting enough vitamins, make sure you get your vitamin D. So especially if you're, you know, a third shift person, make sure you're taking vitamin D. You can get prescription level vitamin D from your doctor and it's Mm. very cheap. So make sure you get that. Make sure you're getting it through your foods, supplements, sun exposure, get a sad lamp, all that kind of stuff. Um, manage your cardiovascular risk factors, uh, meaning treat your high, treat any high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, any of that. Make sure you do like 30 minutes of cardio a day. Yeah, that's like the minimum that's recommended. That's what I'm trying to make myself do now, because <laughs> yes. I sit for Me a living. Too. So thirty minutes, you turn on an episode of The Office, get on that treadmill or that elliptical, and just either walk, run, do the elliptical for thirty minutes. The get good thing about
1: yeah, the good thing about my job right now is that I am constantly you're on moving. my feet. Yeah, and like every day I'm hitting. You've been active for sixty minutes. Yes, and, and you are going to college as well, so you're yeah. walking up the hill. Yeah, I'm every day. I'm going to college that where my building that i need to be in every day is on top of a hill is it yes because you're a hilltopper yeah (laughs) Uh, um my my old pastor i miss my daily hike my old pastor used to call jesus the original hilltopper oh that's
0: really dark because
1: we live in bowling green and the church is in bowling green and he's he has dark humor
0: oh my (laughs) god that's really stupid and dark (laughs)
1: It is, but I've always got to laugh because it was so uncomfortably dark. Ah, Because
0: everyone's like, "Ah, I don't know, dude. (laughs) Okay. So uh, another one, of course, is maintain a healthy diet. So, Mm. you know, uh, something rich in fruits, vegetables, whole grains, omega-3 fatty acids. Um, So, you know eat that salmon that's the thing like if you don't like fish get salmon it's the meat salmon or tuna it's Mm -hmm. like the meatiest and less fishy least fishy tasting something like that or you know what the other great thing is that we live in 2019 get a fucking supplement Mm -hmm. you know if you don't like fish take fish oil yep um i mean pay attention to the label because that shit's not always regulated by the fda but you know make sure you maintain that kind of thing because everything we put onto our body affects our brain in different ways. Yes. And so it's very important to make sure, you know, try eating fatty fishes such as salmon tw- three times a week and a handful of nuts, yep. almonds, walnuts, stuff like that. L- throw some fruit into that breakfast buffet, you yep. know, eat a cutie for a snack when you're at lunch
1: and you have your 10 minute break. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and for the love of God don't drink a lot of crystal lights. No my mom had my mom drinks them like it's water. It's not water. and she has had it's been horrible with her memory. Because she can't remember how old I am sometimes. The
0: the sugar substitute is really bad for you. Really, Mm -hmm. really bad. Like, you know, everyone says like, oh, just switch to diet soda. Don't switch to diet soda. Aspartame is so bad for you. It makes your hair fall out. It affects your memory. It shuts down your like natural sugar production or something Mm -hmm. like that so then when you have like a regular soda or something with sugar in it you like flip out and go into like sugar shock or something crazy oh or you get like a crazy sugar rush like aspartame is not good for you at all
1: yeah i have been drinking diet water sugar water tea or juice i've been drinking diet sodas but i am backing off well that's what i'm saying like just give up soda yeah and
0: if you need something sweet drink juice just back off it's the not carbonation the stuff. it's
1: been caffeine well that fair. has been fair really I, hard for me to give up because i get migraines i
0: think thankfully you work around a, i have a keurig at work so i have a ton of coffee every day and see i can't always that's, get coffee right yeah that's easy for me but yeah. like you know and if but you I do, can drink tea no what i was gonna say yeah. yeah like there's tea in that cooler where mm-hmm. you work that's why i always ordered that Lipton and green tea not anymore stuff matt's or not ordering
1: drinks anymore well, that sucks. But anyway, yeah.
0: you can also get a big thermos. make your Get yourself, like, invest in a Yeti thermos or something. Make yourself a big, huge thermos full of coffee and drink on that all day. You know, yeah. there's just, there's lots of ways to do it. Give up the soda. Mm-hmm. You guys, corn syrup is so fucking bad for us. Look at what's in your granola bars. If high fructose, fructose corn syrup is on the label, you cannot eat it. Yeah. Don't eat it. Because guess what? If we stop eating it, they'll stop fucking using it. <laughs> um I cannot reckon, recommend I mean like no ad at all, but I cannot recommend Lara bars like highly enough. They are mm. so fucking good, you guys. They have six ingredients. It's all natural sugar from the from the fruit that they use and then and there's a ton of nuts in there, and they're so good and they fill you up for a good snack. And it, it, it's just a great thing to substitute in instead of a candy bar or something like that. And they have chocolate ones. They have like chocolate sea salt and like apple pie and blueberry muffin. And they're just so good, you guys. Yeah. So there, there's a lot of options out there. There's lots of things you can substitute in for that vending machine candy bar and things like that. And that's mm-hmm. not to say that you can't have a Snickers every now and then, but you can't make it a habit. Yeah. Especially if one of these, if this kind of a disease is 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 um, a possibility for you yeah Yeah. so and then the biggest one the biggest one biggest one get quality sleep Mm -hmm. practice good and this I love the way the way this it's one sentence this blurb is one Mm -hmm. sentence practice good sleep hygiene yeah and talk to your doctor if you snore loudly or have periods where you stop breathing or gasp during sleep because the oxygen deficiency is a big issue.
1: And guess what? You don't always have to spend the night in the hospital to get that checked. I no, took mine home. Yeah.
0: There you go. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. And it's also a thing like we both do. You, I have really bad insomnia a lot of the time.
1: I used to. And then I had to get. On, well, you have medicine. Yeah. Now.
0: But like mm-hmm. I, I, we both had really bad insomnia. Mm-hmm. Uh, yours was definitely worse than mine but like especially hormonally like when I start my period and Mm -hmm. things like that I pre-menstrual PMS times and stuff I get really bad insomnia I also just have really bad anxiety and so Mm -hmm. there's I have a sleep routine yeah to make sure I sleep I have to wash my face brush my teeth take my allergy medicine and generally I take like a melatonin or a Benadryl kind of depending on how awake I am and how early I'm trying to go to bed, you know, that kind of thing. And then I also like, I diffuse lavender and peppermint and I have a sleep oil that I get from young living that I put on my feet and Mm -hmm. I turn off all the lights and turn on a certain book. And you know, like there's a whole routine that I go through so that my body knows it's time to sleep. Mm -hmm. I also tend to say a little prayer, like, please help me sleep deeply and, I set my alarm so I'm not thinking not worrying that I'm not gonna wake up on time and I set several because yeah. <laughs> when I sleep I'm dead you yeah, know me too well so,
1: now that I'm on medicine I'm dead when yeah. I sleep so like I've I also have gotten like I'm lucky enough to be at a point where I sleep until I'm ready to get up yeah um which I have that luxury not a lot of people do um, but I also, like, I'm not making myself take 9 a.m. classes or 8 a.m. classes. Well, yeah, that's smart. And, like, if at my job we don't open until 10, so I normally don't have to be there till like, 9.45.
0: I am doing the opposite. I know. In that I am ready to get up and won't won't let myself.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because I'm like, no, I have time. Go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. Go by to sleep. And I'm like awake at six thirty and yeah. won't get up till seven fifteen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've been enforcing a bedtime with myself lately. Me too. So that I can meet up at a certain time that I want very, to very, very
0: strongly. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah.
1: Quick little overview of of dementia. Dementia. Yeah.
0: All right, ready for a break? Yeah. All,
1: break, right. I gotta All right, well, we're back. Yeah, are you ready? Yes, I'm so ready. This fucking case. Oh, no. Oh, my God.
0: I'm so excited. This... Um, tell me everything.
1: Oh, I will. And <laughs> the person that went to prison is not the person we need to be upset with. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. So, the... This article, um, is amazing. I'm, I've taken out some stuff just because it's so long. Yeah. But this um, reporter went to prison to talk to the man that was put in prison for this. Oh shit! So all of this is. First hand accounts of everyone that was involved in the case except for a few people wow and um it That's was just, so rare yeah this was so beautifully done i randomly came across it the other day when i was searching for something else um and it's written by tom wall okay and the title is it was morally wrong the plot <laughs> i just got chill. i know right <laughs> the plot to abandon a man five thousand miles from home what uh-huh we're going there okay. and a lot of this takes place in the uk some of it takes place in america okay <gasps> the uk yeah you say yes and there's a uh, weird bromance and deceit and aliens and <laughs> what the fuck this it is has a, everything it, this is a loaded case it's amazing oh my god
0: okay i'm so excited um this took place in 2015 november oh of 2015 wow.
1: so not that long ago yeah no um this article however was published in um november of 2019
0: okay so. okay so all of this information is like recent and current yes okay
1: mm-hmm So, and again, I'm just taking this word for word because Tom Wall has done such an incredible job of telling the story. Absolutely. Um, All right. So there was something not quite right about the two men struggling out of Hereford bus station on a blustery day in November, 2015. The dark haired one was wearing what appeared to be military fatigues. His much older companion seemed confused and barely able to walk. A concerned passerby went to help. The younger man, who seemed to have an American or Canadian accent, explained that he had found the older man face down on a country road and was taking him to Hereford Country Hospital. She walked with them, doing her best to support the faltering older man who could not move more than a couple of paces unaided. Oh, no. He, um, not only did he have dementia, he also had autism. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Talk about a double sword. Yes. Um, let's see here. As the three of them approached the turning to the hospital, she flagged down an ambulance. The paramedic suspected dementia and assessed the older man in the rear cabin. He seemed to be smiling and crying at the same time. Aww. He had no ID and could only give his first name, Roger.
0: Oh, Roger.
1: His companion, sitting opposite, told the crew the same story. He had found the man on the side of a road some distance from Creden Hill, a village on the outskirts of Hereford. But he claimed he couldn't state his own Alfred. contact. <laughs> Sorry. You're good. He couldn't share his own contact details because he had been working at the nearby SAS base and soon vanished into the early evening gloom. What? It, this is going to get a little crazy. You just kind of have <sighs> to bear with me. Little was as it seemed that Saturday, it was just the beginning of an extraordinary international mystery that for six months flummoxed. International? Mm -hmm. (gasps) Mm-hmm. International. We're crossing the waters, baby. Um, It flummoxed. Flummoxed. (laughs) The British authorities and generated headlines around the world.
0: I love British stuff.
1: I do, too. The truth only partially emerged earlier this year when Simon Hayes, a 53-year-old personal trainer, was given a -a two-and-a-half-year sentence for his role in a plot to abandon Roger Curry, an autistic American man with dementia far from his home in Whittier, California.
0: Wait, he was picked up where? Where was this little train situation?
1: In the UK. I'm sorry? We're gonna get into how he ended up there, and it is fucking crazy. Oh my god! Hayes. Okay. So remember where Hayes when Hayes said that he found this man just face down in the dirt.
0: Yes. Not true.
1: Not true. You a liar.
0: He lies. Yep.
1: He sits on a throne of lies. Hayes had driven Roger Smell like
0: cigarettes and cheese.
1: Hayes <laughs> <laughs> had driven Roger to Hereford the day after he had arrived with the rest of the Curry family on a flight from the US. The 78
0: Wait. Wait. What? His, Say that again? Um, the dude who claimed he was on the military base? Is uh, what yeah. you're talking about? Uh-huh.
1: Hayes he, had He picked him up? Yeah, he had driven Roger to Hereford the day after uh, Roger had arrived in the UK with the rest of the and like he came with the rest of the curry family
0: okay on a
1: flight from the u.s the 78 year old had been stripped of anything that could identify him and dressed in brand new british supermarket clothes yet hayes's motivations and indeed much of the curry family's backstory remain a mystery The judge at his trial, Daniel Pierce Higgins, struggled to find any precedence for the case. Sentencing at Worcester Crown Court in April this year, he remarked, I cannot find any case remotely similar to the facts of this case. Curiously, because there appears to be no apparent benefit to the defendant. There is no evidence that money changed hands or that Hayes benefited in any way. What? Uh Uh-huh. Why did he go to the links he did to help Roger's son, Kevin Curry, dump his father more than 5000 miles from his US home?
0: That's so weird. Mhm. He wasn't even paid?
1: No, he was not paid. They were fucking That's what I think too. <laughs> uh genuinely if money's that's not what involved, I think. involved they fucking. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Hayes says he got to know. That's that-
0: just speculation. Sorry,
1: this is an open case. Clearly, <laughs> yeah, but I, I also think that they were fucking. But they fucking. Um, Hayes says he got to know the Curry family after moving to the United States to launch an offshoot of his motorsport coaching business in 2003. Oh, did he? He did. A likely story. <laughs> he <laughs> was king. <Sorry. laughs> did you?
0: <laughs> Where, Where were you on the night of January 16th,
1: sir? oh goodness um oh god this god this case man like it just it's mind-blowing um he was keen to make a fresh start following the loss of his adoptive mother anita who died from cancer in 2001 when she was being treated it was difficult he recalls i viewed um ken his adoptive father and anita as my real parents and loved them very much still do
0: well of course
1: he had also just recovered from a serious car accident in which his hire car collided with a lorry near Silverstone Racing Circuit where he oh, had been shit. yep where he had been training drivers. It was a good opportunity, he says. I was also trying to figure out what my mom's death meant to me. I felt I needed to get away. Hayes, there. yeah. Hayes settled in Los Angeles and his business started to grow with amateur and professional drivers based in the United States seeking his help. He was introduced to Kevin Ke- Kevin Curry by mutual acquaintance. The two men shared a fascination with Area Fifty One, the U.S. Air Force base in Nevada that has been long that has long been a focus of conspiracy theories about alien spacecraft and extraterrestrials. All right, I have an interest in but the.
0: You know what? I know a lot of people with that same fascination, and they're not abandoning people's fathers. Yep, in foreign countries. So
1: exactly.
0: We can't be like, oh well, they were into aliens. Cool. Like, yeah, no, they
1: totally. <laughs> that's not at that's all what not I'm saying. At all. Yeah,
0: no, I'm just saying. Like, that's just funny. I can just hear the like weird comments of people listening, being yeah. like, oh well, they were crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Um, I have an interest in the unexplained. Taste tells me, and doesn't mean I believe that aliens exist. He claims Kevin's interest in Area 51 he,
0: cla- he thinks aliens exist.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he claims Kevin's interest in Area 51 stemmed from his father's connection to the base. Roger served at Area 51 as an Air Force technician.
0: His- really? Mhm. That's cool.
1: Yeah, this man is incredible. His family were trying to get an explanation as to why his particular dementia deteriorated so abruptly. He says, implying a connection. Just,
0: I smell a the conspiracy theory.
1: I do too. Despite the age difference, Hayes was forty-four, Kevin twenty-nine. The pair grew close. Hayes Stay spent, fucking. Hmm. Hayes spent Christmas twenty ten with Kevin, <laughs> Roger. It's official. Yeah. You heard it here. <laughs> Uh, they spent Christmas together in 2010. Um, he spent it with Kevin Roger, uh, who was then 70 years old, and his wife Mary Jo, then 59 years old, at their house in a middle-class suburb of L.A. However, he must have been
0: high-functioning autistic.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, really high-functioning. Uh, which is kind of, I I don't know. It just it also seems you to said me it, like you
0: just you said it like it was. I don't know. Just earlier at the beginning of the story, I you said he was autistic and had dementia and I assumed that this was not a married person, that this was someone on the outskirts of a family, Yeah, which he- is my own fault for assuming, <laughs> but uh, this was clearly a functioning member of society with a full-time job, mm-hmm. a full-time marriage, children yeah like a super fucking cool job too yeah let's be real
1: i would kill to work
0: at area 51 so cool he was an engineer at area 51 yeah that's incredible they don't just give away those jobs like yeah no he was really good at his job (laughs) exactly
1: however hayes soon found out that all was not well with the curry family Mary Jo had Parkinson's disease and was finding it increasingly hard to look after her husband who, according to Hayes, was already suffering from dementia. Kevin told him the family couldn't afford to put his father in a care home. And just remember, we are getting a lot of this from the person who's been put in prison's point of view. So, again, take all of this with a grain of salt. Yeah. But it's also too interesting to pass up. Yeah um and it's it's also like making a point that healthcare is very expensive yes here in the united states that's um,
0: true and family is important as well yes so exactly it's important to take everyone's medical conditions seriously and pull together
1: and do what you can to help the people you love exactly I was being asked to help out with Roger. I could see that he was becoming harder to manage, Hayes recalls. He he remembers that Mary Jo would struggle to lift Roger from his chair and that sometimes he would lash out. I know that, through no fault of his own, Roger was at times uncontrollably violent towards Mary Jo. Oh, no. Um, Hayes had also had his own problems. He says his tumultuous marriage to an American woman, whom he had met and married soon after arriving in the country, broke down in 2001. Then, in 2013, he was arrested for drunk driving. Mm. Um, Hayes claims he had a fight with another prisoner in a holding cell, which led to his deportation. I wouldn't give him my sunglasses. We got into an altercation, and then they filed charges that I incited a riot. They revoked my visa and gave me a date to turn up at the airport.
0: Okay, that's fucked up.
1: Yeah, his account doesn't fully tally with official records. U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement says Hayes was deported for overstaying his visa after his arrest for driving under the influence by California Highway Patrol in 2013. I mean,
0: there's that too.
1: There is that too, but I can also see them also, saying immigration that laws are fucked in this country. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, apparently, he had entered the U.S. in 2007 under the department's visa waiver program, which typically allows British citizens to come to the U.S. on holiday or business trips for up to 90 days. Okay,
0: so he came on a travel visa. Is that what you're saying? He did, and then married someone. Yeah, and then got arrested for drunk driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was deported for yeah. sure.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah. Sorry, not sorry, buddy. Yeah. Back in the UK, Hayes moved to Somerset to live with his father, Ken, in a mobile home park. Ken was 90 and in poor health. America, though, was still on Hayes' mind. He unsuccessfully applied for visas and stayed in regular contact with Kevin.
0: I wonder why America was still on his mind.
1: Because of Kevin. Mm-hmm. It's all because of Kevin.
0: This, yeah.
1: <sighs> Have you ever seen the movie We Need to Talk About Kevin? No. Oh, God.
0: I know what it's about, though. It's intense. It's a
1: book. Mm-hmm. He was a friend who was going through a very stressful period, Hayes explains. I tried my best to be supportive. He says Kevin asked him to look into ways of bringing Roger to the UK and admits that he researched possible British care homes, but insists he had no idea that Kevin was planning to dump his father here. I'm
0: sorry. Wait, what?
1: So basically what happened, give me just a minute to get there. Okay. Okay. Uh, Roger was getting worse. He was contemplating healthcare facilities in Mexico, Canada, and the UK because they couldn't afford it in the United States. Are
0: they cheaper overseas? I guess so. I just don't feel like the UK would be that much more inexpensive.
1: I don't, I don't Maybe know, but I don't know. Kevin's also a dick.
0: Okay, that's fair. So, <laughs> give me just a minute okay. to get to what Kevin
1: does. <laughs> In 2015, Kevin announced he would be coming to Europe on holiday with his children, while Roger and Mary Jo stayed in a respite home. He said he would be stopping off in the UK and invited his old friend to join him. I never take any time off, so I was excited to have a break, Hayes says. When he, when he went to meet Kevin at Gatwick Airport, he claims he was shocked to see Roger and Mary Jo coming through the arrivals gate, too. Roger was in a wheelchair. He couldn't walk. Mary Jo looked exhausted. She could barely stand up. They had deteriorated since I had last seen them.
0: That's so sad. Mm
1: -hmm. Kevin told me the hospital would not take them. That night, they booked into the nearby Gatwick Marriott Hotel. So
0: he paid to bring them both with him?
1: Yep. Okay. Um, But one of them didn't get a return ticket. (gasps) Um, Hayes says Kevin asked him to take Roger to the hospital so they could have their family holiday. Hayes says he felt sorry for Kevin and agreed. I said, give yourselves a week and then pick your dad up or make an arrangement with the authorities so that your dad can stay here and be financially supported by his insurance company. But I did not for one minute suggest or insinuate in any way, shape, or form that he should be abandoned in this country.
0: Oh my god. Kevin, How do you do that to your own father? Right? I don't...
1: Um, we find out more about Kevin here in a little bit.
0: Okay, so let's talk about Kevin.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin booked a hire car, naming Hayes as an additional driver. In the morning, Hayes drove 157 miles to Hereford bus station with Roger dressed in new clothes and stripped of his ID. This part of Hayes's account is particularly puzzling.
0: Yeah, that's a little weird.
1: Mm -hmm. If Roger was sick, why not choose a closer hospital? There were two, East Surrey and Crawley, within about six miles. Bizarrely, Hayes claims he chose Hereford Hospital because he had visited it once before with a client and thought it was more straightforward than driving all over London. He acknowledges that this decision seems odd, adding only that he was suffering from mental health issues that clouded his judgment.
0: I could see wanting to go to a familiar place.
1: Yeah, I could too.
0: That's the least bizarre decision Mm -hmm. of this entire story.
1: (laughs) He says, I had told Kevin, I'm not a nurse. I'm not responsible for dressing or anything else to do with your dad. I'm offering to drive him to a safe, lawful location where he can get medical treatment and that's it. Jeez. um that afternoon he parked in hereford bus station and led roger towards the hospital why did he tell the passerby and paramedics that he had found him face down in the countryside i wanted to give the family some time at yeah, least a week that's weird mm-hmm.
0: but you could also do it with the truth i'm watching this guy and i'm on my way to the hospital with him yeah lying immediately makes me think you're lying about this entire story
1: yeah me too um and like you said, he felt bad about leaving him, but he—it's also not his dad. No. Um. So this is called. Um. Sorry. Um. Hayes left. Let's see yep. here. G your place. I did for a minute because I skipped something. Okay. Um. Hayes returned to Gatwick and joined the rest of the Curry family on holiday. Uh, they stayed in a sentient. In a city
0: wait, wait, did he leave Roger?
1: Yeah, he left Roger at the hospital.
0: Okay. And then joined his boyfriend and his mom? Mm
1: hmm. Um They stayed in a city center hotel, but Mary Jo was in such poor health she rarely left it. Instead, Aww. um, he says he went for long walks with Kevin Kevin and they talked about Roger's future. It was an odd holiday, he says. It wasn't relaxing. I felt uncomfortable with the situation I'd been put in.
0: Well, yeah.
1: Hayes left Copenhagen before the Currys. He contends that he had no idea Roger was left behind when Kevin and his mother later returned to the U.S. He says that when he spoke to Kevin in the weeks and months that followed, he he was told that Roger was back at home. I don't want to say he was lying to me, he says, his voice trailing off as if struggling to shake off some lingering loyalty to Kevin. He misled me, whatever it was for the right or wrong reasons or whether it was for the right or wrong reasons so this is what's called granny dumping i'm sorry
0: what would the right reason in this instance be for him to mislead him
1: there's not one There's not one it's his boyfriend oh for sure and he doesn't want to think badly of him
0: Oh, Kevin sounds like a huge piece of shit.
1: Oh, Kevin is a huge piece of shit. And we're getting to it. Um, But like, this is called granny dumping. And yes. the situation here in the United States is really bad with it. But it's also horrific in the UK as well. Really? Yeah. Um,
0: I knew they did something like this. It's called like Merciful Release or something like that from prison. Mm-hmm. With, like, elderly inmates, and they just, like, dump them on the side of the road somewhere and
1: yeah, hope that they're fine. And a lot of um, British elders get put into hospitals for no reason. Their mm-hmm. family just can't take care of them anymore. Like, and this is called, like, social admission. Uh, so
0: they, like, strip them of all their ID and stuff like
1: that and then just drop them there? They don't do that. But they just, like, take them to the hospital and leave them. And um basically they're just saying like this person can't cope at home by themselves anymore.
0: Ugh.
1: And um
0: and they probably can't pay.
1: Yeah, and it says like one of the quotes from this was our sense is that it is getting worse because the population is aging and funding is barely keeping up. Yeah. And if you want the people in your country to have a longer living rate you need to be able to financially support that. That's true. You need to put money into that.
0: People are living for so long now and our economy can't
1: handle it. Yeah, no. Because that's... Our economy was built on expecting people to live like... 40, 40... to 50 years maybe. 50, 60.
0: People retire at 60 because they were going to be dead at
1: 65. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah um but good news uh the nurses looking after roger at this hospital that he was dumped at had gleaned some useful information from their good-natured but inscrutable new patient he recalled on one fleeting occasion that his full name was roger curry something he never managed to repeat during the rest of his stay in the uk Aww. not long afterwards he was moved to creedon hill court rest home on the outskirts of town which provides specialist care for dementia patients his care was funded by Herefordshire, Herefordshire, Council. Herefordshire, Herefordshire, yeah. it, that feels wrong. I know. <laughs> um, so the police are trying to find his family, trying to figure out what the fuck is going on here. Um, and this is where we find more out about Kevin. Sweet. Let's talk about Kevin. We're
0: going to talk about Kevin now. We need to talk about Kevin. Is that the title of the book?
1: We need to talk about Kevin. Yeah. Thank yep. you. <laughs> <laughs> So, in March, the this U.S. This is insane. Yes, I told you, it's crazy. In uh, In March of 2016, so this is months after he's been dumped here. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the U.S. What is- an asshole. I know.
0: I don't care how violent the dementia made your dad. You don't dump him in the U.K. and leave him. Yeah, no. People think that, like, the C means, like, it's means you're forgotten like that's not how it works mm-hmm. you dumped him in the in the lap of our allies sir yeah you're like
1: a fucking asshole you know russia yeah
0: to whom we do not speak you know like <laughs> yes
1: yeah. oh lord um in march the uh, march of 2016 the u.s authorities provided hereford police with a list of names and addresses that could be linked to roger curry one of these was a Kevin Curry of Whittier, California. Hmm. An officer called the number linked to the, to the address, but the person who answered claimed no one by the name of Curry lived there. Wow. That call prompted Kevin to make contact with Hayes, who said he had an emotional conversation with Mary Jo. She warned him that if he came clean, Roger would be returned to the U.S., where he would end up homeless because the family could not look after him. That month, Hayes researched Roger's case online before calling the police. The judge remarked that his phone call was perhaps an example of the defendant's loose grasp upon reality, as there is no certainty that he would otherwise have been found. Hayes, huh? What? So, so what? he... Gotta give me a minute. <laughs> he basically turned himself in. Kind of. But not fully. He, like, researched the case, and then he called the judge that was helping with it. Um, he didn't confess... He just called... Hayes and, did or Kevin? Hayes.
0: Okay, so he- Kevin called Hayes after the British police called, called him. him yeah. And he said, no one by the name of Kevin lives here. Mm-hmm. And then called his butt buddy. Yeah. And said, oh if, my
1: God. Yeah, if he comes back, he's going to be homeless because... So he's guilt tripping him. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I can't afford to take care of my dad, but I can't afford three tickets to England?
1: Mm-hmm. Sorry, it doesn't add up. No. <laughs> Not only three tickets, but also tickets for his kids. Oh fuck! I didn't know his kids were there. I thought yeah. it was just him
0: and his parents.
1: No, his kids came too. Oh my god. Yeah.
0: That ain't cheap. No. That's why every year I watch Home Alone and I'm like, how on earth do the fucking McAllisters <laughs> afford
1: this house plus like eleven tickets to Paris for Christmas? They probably got a good discount on the tickets if they were buying 11 at a time. I think
0: I heard them say this last time that I watched it that they're in... Uh, the dad's brother is the one that lives in Paris mm-hmm. and is working in Paris and they're taking care of his kids and so they can keep going to school or whatever mm-hmm. and so he's giving them this trip to Paris. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing if you're working in Paris for the company who relocated you to paris you can probably they probably pay for your family to come visit you or vice versa probably but still that
1: house though mm-hmm.
0: anyway yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the um, things you notice as an
1: adult yeah let's see here ouch blah blah, blah. he gives the same story to police um Who does? hayes okay
0: Wait, so then, okay, sorry, I just, This. Is, there's so many twists and turns. So, yeah. the British police called Kevin. Yes. Because Roger was like, my name is Roger Kearney! And then, like, refused to remember anything else? Mm-hmm. Okay, so they called Kevin. Kevin flipped out, said, this is not Kevin, and hung up the phone. Mm-hmm. And then he called Hayes.
1: Well, Mary Jo talked to him and was afraid that if they sent him back, he would be homeless.
0: Mary Jo called Hayes.
1: No, Mary Jo didn't call Hayes. Mary Jo talked to Kevin.
0: But she's not in great shape.
1: No, she's not. So she can't be held accountable for any of this. No. But she talked she talked to Kevin and was like scared to death that they were all going to be homeless. Okay. After this. <laughs>
0: I can't put much stock in that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and Kevin he knows better. Yeah, and Kevin used that against Hayes. Okay. And then Hayes did what? Called the judge? He like he called the cops and the judge and told them that like he was the one that quote unquote found this guy and like tried to was trying, trying to, to lie give more about it? Yeah.
0: Okay. He didn't
1: give a full confession. Okay. Like he didn't confess or anything, but he He's like, hey, I'm the guy that found this guy. like trying to give more details. Hmm. Um, hmm. Yeah, there's a lot to this.
0: I smell a rat.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we're going to talk about Dara McIntyre. Um, there's
0: another person? Yeah,
1: there's another person who's really important. Uh, he was working on a Paranorma film about missing people in the UK. Paranormal? When he, no, Paranorma.
0: Paranorma. Mm-hmm. What does that mean?
1: A film about missing people.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry.
1: Gotta let me finish the sentence. I'm sorry. It's okay.
0: It was a weird word.
1: <laughs> uh, he was working on a paranorma film about missing people in the UK when he chanced on Roger's case in 2016. I met him in the oh, nursing weird. home. Weird. Mm-hmm. I met him in the nursing home in Hereford, he says. The poor guy was trying his best, but it wasn't really an interview. He was struck by how staff in Creedenhill Court doted on Roger. He was loved in the care home, Mac- McIntyre recalls. Some people's character can change with dementia, but Roger was lovely. The only thing that drove staff to distraction was his love of muffins. He could eat four or five in one sitting. <laughs> oh my
0: god, I want muffins!
1: <laughs> I know, me too.
0: That's so sweet. That doesn't line up, though, with the account of him like being violent
1: towards his wife and stuff like that. Nope, and we're about to get into that. Because investigative reporters are the best sometimes. In the right context. In the right context, yes. (laughs) Roger wasn't included in the Missing Persons film, but McIntyre and his colleagues were intrigued by the mystery. They followed up a post on BBC Midland's Facebook page by a viewer who had found a picture of a man named Earl Roger Curry from a 1950s U.S. high school yearbook. McIntyre's colleagues were able to trace this man to L.A., They then used Google Earth to look at his last known address in Whittier. We came upon what looked to be a burnt-out shack of a house in an otherwise wealthy neighborhood. Oh, that's weird. What? An officer who picked up the phone at the Whittier Police Department told the BBC that there had been a fire at the house in 2014. He had also mentioned that Roger had Alzheimer's, his wife had Parkinson's disease, and his son, Kevin, had been in prison. Oh! Had he? hmm For insurance fraud? Is
0: that why the uh, house burned down? Sorry. I don't
1: I don't think so. <laughs> um, the BBC team flew out to investigate further. The family's former neighbors confirmed that it was indeed the same Roger Curry. That oh, was not all. Weird. Mm-hmm. That was not all. The neighbors mentioned that several months before Roger appeared in Hereford, the police had been called to the burnout house to rescue Roger and Mary Jo. A police... Oh. A police report records that Roger had been seen wandering around behind a padlocked chain-link fence early in the morning. The police broke in and discovered Roger and Mary Jo had been sleeping on an inflatable mattress in the porch. There on was, the porch? Mm-hmm. There was some water and food in a cool box. Kevin denied any involvement, even though the what? police... Mm-hmm. Okay. So,
0: basically what they've stumbled upon is this man living in his parents' house
1: and no he's not living with them no remember rogers the dad
0: right no i know
1: kevin is was he
0: living there and no. shoved them onto the porch and gave them like a food bowl and shit then what he the wasn't fuck? even
1: living there then what the fuck the house was burned down okay and he didn't take them in didn't do anything to get them help he just left them there on the porch and left them behind a padlocked fence. And Just chained
0: him up like dogs. Mm-hmm.
1: And Kevin denied any involvement, even though the police found a key for the padlock on his key ring.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so that's elder neglect or whatever. hmm.
1: Oh, my gosh. McIntyre also established that Roger had taken out a restraining order against his son in 2000. Whoa! That's mm-hmm. big. Yep. Roger had claimed Kevin, who, it emerged, has previous connections for assault with a deadly weapon, domestic assault and fraud, as well as burglary, had on one occasion- Okay, yeah, he sucks. Yep. Had on one occasion pinned him up against a wall, and on another allegedly threatened to mess him up, claiming he could kill him. Sounds about right. This team, unfortunately, didn't manage to find Kevin, but their breakthrough prompted the British authorities to make arrangements for Roger's reparation okay um re- repatriation oh okay sorry couldn't read um
0: sending him back yeah they're sending him back to america
1: mm-hmm. on the 14th of july 2016 a heavily sedated roger touched down at los angeles international airport without Poor any fanfare man. or press attention good he, yeah he was later interviewed at a hospital by an official from los angeles county who noted roger had trouble talking and couldn't keep his eyes open L.A. County lawyers then launched a successful application to appoint a conservator to run his affairs. It stated, no one in his family is prepared to accept responsibility for him. His own wife and son abused him when they took him overseas, only to abandon him there.
0: I wonder what was going through his mom's head.
1: I know. I, I don't feel like it was and her. And she
0: was in her own condition. Yeah. So Parkinson's, as we've just disca- discussed, like can also cause dementia-like symptoms. hmm We can't... I, I can't blame her. I can't either. I, I, and it sounds like her son is a huge piece of shit who's also a master manipulator and was probably trying to like not jeopardize his inheritance or something like that, and so convinced his... Poor, addled mother. Mm-hmm. That his dad was a danger, and oh god, yeah. what a dick! He sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's talk about Kevin. I, he needs a parent-teacher conference. Yeah.
1: Kevin's the fucking worst. That's terrible. I can't believe he
0: and he locked like, them into their own backyard. I know. And just dropped a cooler off and said bye.
1: Yep. And. Kevin didn't even end up in prison for any of this. What? No. Hayes is the only one in prison. Okay, that's fucked up. Yeah.
0: I mean, it sounds like he was a little bit in on it, and I think he is lying a little mm-hmm. to try and protect himself. Mm-hmm. But that's not fair.
1: No, it's not. Kevin should 100% be in we prison, too. We don't take too. elder
0: abuse more seriously enough in this country. No. I will say that.
1: But I do have good news. They just
0: now made animal abuse a fa- felony.
1: I saw that today, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> but I do have good news. Yay! Um, Roger has been through a succession of care homes and is now in the Long Beach area of LA. His, coin- his court-appointed conservator, Lorraine Tefoya. Visited sure. <laughs> yeah. him last year. In a report filled with the court, she says she found him upbeat, but noted he had not had any visits from family or friends. Aww. He was in need of shoes, clothing, and underwear. Um, but he's being taken care of now.
0: Well, that's good.
1: Uh, unfortunately, um, his health has worsened. Um, um. He's no longer able to walk and needs help eating, grooming, and bathing. Now 79, Roger did not speak to Tafoya, but his carers told her in a familiar refrain from Hereford to L.A. that he remained mild-mannered and respectful.
0: See, none of that lines up.
1: I know. And the L.A. County Department of Mental Health says neither, neither Roger's wife nor son, who is somehow allowed to still see him, providing he does not take him out of the care home, has been to visit him since he was flown back to the United States in 2016. That's
0: terrible.
1: Yep. Goodness gracious! But I also can't blame his wife because I mean,
0: well, no, I can't blame his wife, but I blame fucking son. Kevin.
1: Yeah, fucking Kevin's the fucking
0: worst. Oh my gosh! It sounds like he was using Hayes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He to definitely was push him off, and he manipulated him and got close with him so that he could get that sympathy, and then ugh, just classic, classic sociopath. sociopath. Yep. Classic sociopath behavior. That's That's
1: fucked fucked up, Kay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I found that, and I was like, holy shit, this is the perfect case. incredible. I know. And again, I urge you guys to go read that full article. I skipped over a lot of it just because it's so long, but it is so good. Sweet. And it's worth the read. It will be linked in our sources, of course. Um,
0: And, of course, there are plenty of charities that that we can donate to to help support the research. research for to really to reverse this this kind of thing and like i said we're so close with alzheimer's we're so close and And we're so and by proxy dementia mm -hmm. you know like we are so close to unlocking those secrets so definitely donate make sure i mean of course do your research and we'll definitely link some places that you can get involved in our um on our website Mm -hmm. so uh which will be linked in the uh, episode description
1: and i'm wondering if like um it it did mention that he's in need of like underwear and socks and stuff so i wonder if like people can send him stuff i would love to like see about sending him a christmas card um i i really like sending out like sweet little love letters and christmas cards and birthday cards to people that's amazing the most so yeah yeah nice
0: all right time for a game yes this isn't heavy
1: (laughs) One hundred percent time for a game all Um, right i think it's your turn think it is.
0: Alright, so this is our game by Drunk Sounder Stupid. It's called If You Had To. Mm-hmm. So it's basically Would You Rather. So it's Kay's
1: turn to go first. Alright, so if you had to, would you sleep in a bucket <laughs>
0: <laughs> sleep <laughs> you said that beautifully <laughs> sleep in a bucket <laughs> <laughs> or compete with grizzly bears to catch salmon for all your meals i would sleep Sleep in a bucket bucket. (laughs) i love salmon but i don't love bears yeah so (laughs) i would fail miserably competing with grizzly bears those things are amazing yeah (laughs) oh man well thank you guys so much for listening um Head on over to our Patreon. We've got amazing ghost stories, super creepy stories, lots mm-hmm. of things that we're, we're, we're going to do some cool retail stuff, I think, at some point. We've got a oh, lot yeah. of ideas, so head on over. Give us Probably a dollar.
1: stuff, yeah.
0: <laughs> give us a dollar a month so you can listen, and we ain't too proud to beg, so yeah. um, give us a little wait. bit of money so we can cover some costs of things and um, advertisements and things like that, and
1: please give us reviews. And honestly, I, I really hate to beg. Um, I'm going to even more. Um, this is a self funded podcast. Yes. As some of you know, I've had a weird situation happen with my job this Mm -hmm. year. I'm working less than 25 hours a week and I'm getting $9 an hour.
0: Yeah. Uh, am going to school full time. (laughs) Yeah,
1: There's only so much I can put into this. And Carrie's been taking a lot of the brunt and, um, Honestly, like any money we're making right now is going to her because she's bought a lot of stuff. She buys her <laughs> alcohol a lot. Um, and really, we want to continue to bring you guys this podcast every week. It's getting really hard mm-hmm. with me having to pay for gas to get out here. Carrie having yeah. to pay for the stuff that she has to pay. And um, we we want to be able to bring you guys this content, especially if you love it. Um, so please, like Carrie said, a dollar a dollar, a dollar would
0: be amazing yeah like <laughs> just one, a
1: dollar a month would yeah. be incredible one-time I mean, donations um any of that yeah reviews so that and like just getting our listens up so that we can get smart. advertisers yeah. and things
0: like that so um we love you guys so much and we really appreciate the support of you even just listening um yeah though a dollar would be lovely. Yeah.
1: Um, we understand that not everybody can. Again, no. I just explained my own financial situation yeah. like I get it. Listen to um, everything again because yeah. the more you
0: listen, the more we get paid from our advertisers. And please so, don't skip
1: the ads. Yeah, don't
0: skip the ads. Listen to the ads. If you have like to turn it down. We're going to re-record that one again and yeah. make it fresh for you guys and try mm-hmm. and do that more often. But um, we love you guys so much. Tis the season of giving, so find a Way. remember that it's not about the presents you get it's about what you give mm-hmm. and we definitely love giving of ourselves but it's great to get a little bit too so we can fund yeah. it so uh, <laughs> just uh, another lump of curls <laughs> um, <laughs> we say in my freeze in our freezing cold studio yeah
1: um, i'm gonna get a blanket yeah, for the next me too show, but...
0: so we love you guys merry christmas and remember you are not a monster bye, bye.